Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Jason Dedeker teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Here we are. It's a new year. We are having the very first episode of 2022. It's so exciting. How are we doing today, Jason Dedeker? <laughs> well, we're in a bit of a temporal paradox. Time loop. Yeah, Time, in that technically yeah. when we're recording right now, it's our last live show of 2021. That's true. But if you're listening at home to the recorded version, it'll be the first recorded show of 2022. I hope we make it that far. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Indeed, yes. Yes, indeed. We just have to last a couple more weeks of 2021 in order to get to 2022. So here's the lasting for two more weeks, my goodness. Either way, cause to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. It's a beginning, it's an ending. It is. It's the end of the beginning, it's the beginning of the end. It is. Boy, oh boy. It's beautiful. Let's knock back a drink and just really live it up. Yeah, get excited, everyone. Yeah. Wow, well, I, gosh, what happened last time? All that I remember happening is that we read the Christmas Troll. <laughs> <laughs> That was our bonus episode, yes. Yes. Yeah. Has anyone actually gotten to hear that yet as of recording this? No, it comes out tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, in yes. live show world. But well, if you're you are... listening to the recorded version, you will have heard it a couple weeks ago. That's true. You heard it, already developed it, or you know, adopted it as a Christmas tradition to read mm, the Christmas yeah. troll to your children yeah. every single year. It's a real classic. Yeah, we didn't give it like the the best review ever, I think. No spoilers, but but we had it we had some thoughts about the Christmas troll. But it definitely stuck with me enough that um I thought, wow, okay, well, this is the only thing that I recall. Ezekiel is just, you know, doing his normal stuff. Well, but... last time he was finally switching focus from how badly the Israelites were yes. doing to how badly everyone else is gonna get it. Like mm-hmm. Tyre yes. and the, the Ammonites and Moab and Lebanon, the Philistines. everyone around. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. We spent a lot of time on Tyre. We did. Yes. About really how, like, how cool their city was. They had like the best stuff, the coolest ships. The horses. The best yes. horses, the best horsemans. The horsemen were amazing. All, all sorts of things, yeah. But then also we're supposed to hate them. Yeah. Yes. That was, yeah. Yeah, not allowed to like them. I don't know if this is like a fearful situation, like you have to fear them, but also hate mm. them or think how cool they are, but you're never going to be that cool. Yeah, I think it's just some repressed know. envy and jealousy oh, yeah. on the part of Yahweh. You know, it tends to happen a lot. I almost think it's kind of like that the problem that the D.A.R.E. program ran into with trying to teach kids about not doing drugs, where the D.A.R.E. program came along and it's like, hey kids, so other kids are going to tell you that drugs are cool, but they're not. And all the kids went, 
wait, what? Drugs are cool? Okay. I hadn't heard about that yet, but thank you for telling me. Now I know that that's cool to do and drug rates went up instead of down. So I think maybe Yahweh is accidentally falling into that same trap by being like, so Tyre is terrible. It might sound great because... And then he goes on for like 10 minutes of how amazing they are. Yeah. But like, don't... If things are coming to them, it's going to be bad. That does remind me a lot of a lot of like the purity culture teachings mm. that I would get mm. growing up talking about sex. Not not every teacher was like that. A lot of purity culture education is very much like, no, sex is horrible. You're going to get STDs. You're going to get pregnant. You're going to get your heart broken. It's going to be terrible. But there were definitely some people who kind of tried to hedge both sides of it where it would be oh, like... Really? After you get married, sex is amazing. And it's just like the most fantastic, fun, pleasurable, amazing thing that you can think of. But don't do it. Don't do it. Don't you dare do it. Yeah. I wonder how well that worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had to sign two. I signed two purity pledges. So I'm in breach of contract with God twice over. Really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Who isn't? Dedeker, who isn't? Um, all right. Well, what are we drinking? Well, uh, Jace made me a nice martini because I figured let's close out the year slash open up the new one with a with a bang. Uh, dirty or yeah, uh, uh, the like, dirtiest, lemon, the filthy, okay. filthy, dirty olives. Jace, twist. Jace bought a dedicated jar of olive juice. Ooh, for the purpose of dirtying olive up any martinis juice? that might enter this house. Just olive juice? Yeah, of like the olive of brine. Yeah, so I have oh, olives okay. and then also a special thing of just olive brine. Wow. To like extra jazz it up with so much. So, just so dirty. The dirtiest so dirty. martini you've ever tasted in your life. Excellent. And yeah. I, I love it. And dry vermouth, I'm assuming. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. Is it vodka or gin, Dedeker? It's gin. Good. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Good. We don't keep vodka in this house. I mean, <laughs> at least not right yeah. now. Uh, and I'm drinking a scotch that Ooh. my dad gave me for Christmas. Oh. For Thanks Christmas. We celebrated sort of an in between holiday called Thanks Christmas. Uh, but <laughs> Thanks he, Christmas. <laughs> he gifted. Me and both of my brothers, uh, a bottle of his favorite scotch. So oh, that's lovely. what I'm drinking today. Um, yeah, and it's nice. What did Hannah get? Uh, I don't know, some socks or something. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> the men get scotch <laughs> and the women get socks. <laughs> cool. No, I, I actually don't remember what she got. It was probably cool though. Cute. Yeah, I bet. Um, so I've decided for the new year that I'm going to theme like every month do a different kind of theme of cocktails. So this month, because it's the new year, I wanted to do all champagne cocktails. And I'm not sure if it's going to be like a spirit-based theme, if it's going to be an ingredient or what it's going to be. But I decided for the month of January, I'm going to do champagne cocktails. So this is a twist on one of my favorites, which is a French 75. This is a Spice 75. So basically, the difference is that it's rum-based as opposed to gin-based. And then I made my own simple syrup with like allspice, the whole allspice and star anise and cinnamon sticks. Wow. And then, yeah, put that all in with brown sugar, made, yeah, a really delightful, spicy um, simple syrup. And then you put lime juice and I have an orange twist as opposed to lemon. So I'll post this one. Yeah. I want to get more diligent about posting, especially these new ones. So I'm excited nice. for the new year and for holding myself accountable to posting all of my recipes. <laughs> well, cheers to the new year. And yeah. as the rock, as the rock has said, 
Champagne for my real friends and real pain for my sham friends. Oh. Amen. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> That's how The Rock said it, everyone. Hmm. All right. So we're getting into it. What are we doing? We are continuing on with now that we're in this new section of Ezekiel where mm. we're just talking smack about all our neighbors, about how terrible slash maybe actually totally awesome they are. And uh, we're going to continue on today with Ezekiel 28 to 30. And then we're going to be reading one psalm today, which is very exciting because it is the first psalm of part three of the book of Psalms. And so we got new music. It's by a new author, maybe. We'll talk about that in the bonus. There's some debate about the authorship of these psalms, as always. And today, let's get into this. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Ezekiel chapter 28. The word of Yahweh came to me, saying... Son of man, tell the prince of Tyre, thus says the Lord Yahweh, colon. Oh, so now we're getting a direct message to yeah. the prince. Oh, yes. <laughs> to the coolest prince with the handsomest guards. <laughs> He's probably the <laughs> handsomest prince that has ever lived. Probably, yeah, yeah. 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 Because your heart is lifted up and you have said, I am God. Uh-oh. Whoa. I sit in the seat of God in the midst of the seas Yet you are man and not God, though you did set your heart as the heart of God. Behold, you are wiser than Daniel. There is no secret that is hidden from you. By your wisdom and by your understanding, you have gotten you riches. Huh? <laughs> and have got <laughs> you, have, you have gotten you riches and have gotten gold and silver into your treasures. By your great wisdom and by your traffic have you increased your riches and your heart is lifted up because of your riches. I mean, I'm assuming, yeah, he's probably happy about it. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't know if this is just a typo in the version that we have on our site or not, but then there's a semicolon and a dash and a space. And it's almost like he was trying to make a winky smile. Yeah, it was, but then he stopped. That is funny. (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) Okay, okay, that's the setup. You're you're all these things. You think you're so cool. Therefore... And winky smiley. Yes, winky smiley. Therefore, thus says the Lord Yahweh, because you have set your heart as the heart of God, therefore, behold, I will bring strangers on you, the terrible of the nations, and they shall draw their swords against the beauty of your wisdom, and they shall defile your brightness. They shall bring you down to the pit and you shall die the death of those who are slain in the heart of the seas. Whoa. Slain in the heart of the seas, like like on a pirate ship? Yes. Or... <laughs> awesome. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. Or under, like under the sea. Like, like under the sea, a mermaid kills you. Ooh, that's also cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. With a trident. For sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay. it's King Trident killing you. Got it. King Trident shows up and kills yeah. you, stabs you right yeah. through. Yeah. I mean, if anyone under the sea is going to kill you, it's going to be him, right? Yeah, he was probably going after Ariel or one of their like the 35 sisters. <laughs> right. 
Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Will you yet say before him who kills you, I am God? But you are man and not God in the hand of him who wounds you. You shall die the death of the uncircumcised by the hand of strangers. Dear, what kind of death is that? I, you're going to like burst into flames or something, right? Mm, yeah, or yeah. Your foreskin's going to pop off. <laughs> or is this? Dedeker. Ew. Gosh. Hey, I'm only going as far as this book has yeah, gone. Listen, I hear you. That's true. Or or is the death that we just described being killed by King Trident in the sea, that's the death of the uncircumcised? Oh, yeah. Boy. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yikes. <laughs> you shall die the death of the uncircumcised by the hand of strangers, for I have spoken it, says the Lord Yahweh. Moreover, the word of Yahweh came to me, saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation over the king of Tyre, and tell him, Thus says the Lord Yahweh, colon, You seal up the sum full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You seal seal up up the sum... Full of wisdom Some, and perfect and beauty. Okay, I think we've hit our first roadblock where only Eugene yep. can get us yep. over this. Hump. Let's hope so. I, uh, if it's anything like the troll, the troll book, <laughs> who knows? Maybe he can. Uh, maybe his help can only go so far. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. So he says, "Give him this message. You had everything going for you. You were in Eden, God's garden. You were dressed in splendor." He just kind of decided not to. Just not to go there. Convenient, Eugene. Convenient. Uh, Let's see. Maybe it was like, is this what it means? I don't know. Sure. Uh, Yeah, so the King James Uh says, thou sealest up the sum, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. And as far as I can tell, no one has figured out what that means. (laughs) Write that down. I'm sure there's commentary on it. Let's let's look it up eventually. Yeah, because other translations just kind of... Gloss with, over. Like, you, you thought you were cool. So like NIV says, you were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. And the Jewish Bible says, you put the seal on perfection. Chef's kiss. <laughs> and we're full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. So meh, that's all I got. You were in Eden. Oh, I see. Then it goes on to talk about Eden. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone adorned you. Ruby, Topaz, emerald, chrysolite, onks. Onks. Onyx. Wait, oh, oh, it does say onks. 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 O-N-X. O-N-X. I think onks. they mean onyx. <laughs> I don't I don't remember I so. that, Jim. <laughs> What's an onks? <laughs> like an ox an ox with an N in it? <laughs> I was thinking it was like stonks. Yeah, it's oh, it is. it's definitely like stonks. <laughs> Oh my god. I think onks, onks is definitely the onyx stone that you'd buy from Wish. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Like, good. oh, you thought you were buying onyx? No, this is onks. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. It's yeah. made out of black plastic garbage bags. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a tiny wrapper or something. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Boy. Uh, so I looked up chrysolite here real quick. And chrysolite is sort of a family of gems, which includes such. Gems as topaz, mm. zircon, tourmaline, appetite, appetite. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> cool. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, okay, so you sorry, ruby, topaz, emerald, crystallite, onks, jasper, <laughs> sapphire, parentheses, or lapis lazuli, turquoise, and barrel. 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 <laughs> gold, uh, ooh, gold work of tambourines and ooh. of pipes was in you. <laughs> Just in you. Wow. Like in f- you were infused with it? What? No, we covered the last week. He kept talking about all the things being in you. I think he's switching back and forth between talking about the prince and talking about the city uh. as like a personification. Okay. So okay. cool things were in you, city. Uh, gold work of tambourines and of pipes was in you. In the day that you were created, they were prepared. To kill you? What? Oh, I thought this was the tambourines and pipes. I thought these were good things. Yeah, they were all ready for you. They were ready oh, for you. Oh, yes. got it, got it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. They were excited yeah. to... From the day you were born, they were ready for you. Okay. Yeah, okay. You were the anointed cherub who covers, colon, and I set you so that you were on the holy mountain of God. You have walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. I'm sorry, is he still talking about the Prince of Tyre here? I'm very confused. It I sounds like so. he's in love with him yeah. if he's still yeah. talking about the Prince of Tyre. Well, that would make sense yeah. because it sounded like he was in love with the entire place and all its That's people. True. Maybe does, another former yeah. lover that he's a little bit bitter mm-hmm. about, just like Ashra. Yeah. Okay, so you have walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. You were perfect in your ways from the days that you were created until unrighteousness was found in you. Oh. Uh-oh. By the abundance of your traffic, they filled the midst of you with violence and you have sinned. Therefore, I have cast you as profane out of the mountain of God and I have destroyed you, covering cherub from the midst of the stones of fire. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You have corrupted your wisdom by reason of your brightness. You're so bright and beautiful. (laughs) Doesn't matter though, you suck. I have cast you to the ground. I have laid you before kings that they may see you. I'm assuming that's got to be like in an embarrassing situation, right? Yeah. I mean, Ezekiel is a fan of kind of this humiliation fetish. Yeah, he's really into that. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Ezekiel is or God in Ezekiel is? God well, d- in I Ezekiel guess who's the is. chicken and who's the egg? We'll never know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so some sort of humiliation thing before kings that they may see you. By the multitude of your iniquities, in the unrighteousness of your traffic, you have profaned your sanctuaries. Therefore, I have brought forth a fire from the midst of you. It has devoured you. And I have turned you to ashes on the earth in the sight of all those who see you. All those who know you among the peoples shall be astonished at you. You are become a terror and you shall never more have any being. Like you're (laughs) going to die and not be alive or what? Yeah. Not be a human being. Yeah, like you're going to stop existing. Okay. You'll become a ghost maybe. Cool. That's cool. No corporeal form. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. New paragraph. The word of Yahweh came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face towards Sidon and prophesy against it. Okay, we're switching targets. Uh, we're done. No. Okay. Done with Prince of Fire, on to Sidon. Done with yes. that guy. Wow. <laughs> Great. And say, Thus says the Lord Yahweh, 
Behold, I am against you, Sidon. No shit. And I will be glorified in the midst of you. And they shall know that I am Yahweh when I have executed judgments in her and shall be sanctified in her. Oh, Sidon is a she. I think all the cities are she's in this, right? Oh, are they? Okay. We were just talking about that dude for so long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. Fair enough. For I will send pestilence into her and blood into her streets, and the wounded shall fall in the midst of her with the sword on her on every side, and they shall know that I am Yahweh. There shall be no more a pricking briar to the house of Israel, nor a hurting thorn of any that are round about them that did despite to them. Boy, English words. Yes, yeah. That did despite to them, and they shall know that I am the Lord Yahweh. Thus says the Lord Yahweh. Another statement. When I shall have gathered the house of Israel from the peoples among whom they are scattered and shall be sanctified in them in the sight of the nations, then shall they dwell in their own land, which I gave to my servant, Jacob. Jacob! Oh, there he is again. He's always always here. He's always here, yeah. everywhere. Yes. They shall dwell securely therein. Yes, they shall build houses and plant vineyards and shall dwell securely when I have executed judgments on all those who do them despite round about them, and they shall know that I am Yahweh their God. It's weird to have him talking like kind of gently and sweetly and positively like about the good nice things, things he's going to do. Them. Yeah. yeah. Boy, yeah, he's a weird. complicated man. Really complicated. <laughs> that's, very, that's very generous of you, Emily. I like yeah, that. That's pretty, pretty generous. Yeah. I think he's more mixed up than a milkshake. I mean, <laughs> he is, or just like an asshole. I don't know. He's not a good. Wow, Emily, language. Dude. This is a family show. Sorry. You just said shit. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of assholes, can we continue? Yeah. Can we continue? On? It's my turn. Chapter 29. In the 10th year, in the 10th month, in the 12th day of the month, the word of Yahweh came to me saying, (laughs) Son of man, set your face against Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Oh, we're punching above our weight class. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. (laughs) Remember like what happened last time this whole Pharaoh thing happened? And prophecy against him and against all Egypt. Speak and say, Mm -hmm. really, like, is he supposed to go over to Egypt and, like, yell at Egypt? Or what is he, or is he just supposed to be outside Jerusalem screaming? Yeah, that is a good question. Is he just face toward Egypt? Is he just FaceTime Egypt? Is he, is he going to be like Paul? (laughs) He's like on a megaphone. (laughs) (laughs) Is he going to be like Paul where he writes letters that are unasked for and just sends them out to everybody? Dedeker, that's, I don't know what you're talking about because that hasn't happened yet. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Or is it, I mean, who is this for though? Or is this more for the satisfaction of the Israelites who would be reading this? I don't know. I don't know. Later on to be like, yeah, Egypt. We'll tell you Egypt. It's not really about telling the Egyptians this. It's more about making the Israelites feel good mm, about good Yahweh. Yeah. You know, really. Huh. Good, but kind it. of not good because he's really talking up Tyre and the prince. And he never talks about Israel like that. Let's be honest. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's true. He's never really given any kind of words mm. of affirmation to Israel. Not many. Other than, you're my chosen people and I did good things for you. Yeah. I took you out of Egypt. I did right. good things for you. Not that you were ever good back. Yeah, he's never like, you're awesome huh. and yeah. so cool. And no. I just love the beautiful crafts that you make. No, he's never like that. Mm. Yeah, not cool. Well, what's it got to say about Egypt? Son of man, set your face against Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and prophecy against him and against all Egypt. Speak and say, thus says the Lord Yahweh, behold, I am against you, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, the great monster that lies in the midst of his rivers that has said, my river is my own and I have made it for myself. Hmm. Great monster. Okay. I mean, this is the Nile, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's got to be. That big yeah. one. Because Egypt is famous for its river. Definitely. As we all know. As it still is. I will put hooks in your jaws and I will cause the fish of your rivers to stick to your scales. And I will bring you up out of the midst of your rivers with all the fish of your rivers which stick to your scales. I have a very vivid crocodile what? Dundee image. Of I like these Yahweh fish just, just like rising up. Well, swooping in and like catching a crocodile straight out of the water, and it's got a bunch of fish stuck to it's it like, as a fun uh, bonus. Yeah, Can I'm I- I'm confused about them being stuck to your scales. Are you also a fish? Mm. Yeah, You're right. Is he saying that Egypt is also a fish in its river, and there's other fish, and they're all going to stick to your scales, and I'm going to get to put a hook in your mouth because you're a fish, and I'm going to fish you out. I think no. I think it's you're a crocodile, clearly, and I'm gonna grab okay, you, okay. like like a catfish. And you have a bunch of like little bottom feeder cleaner fish that are yeah that are stuck to you. Oh, have you seen those okay. people? And they're gonna be my fun bonus. Yeah, those people who like jump in a river and they grab a catfish with their hand. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. James. You've never seen that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got to see it. It's kind of, yeah, noodling exactly. Thank you, John Michael. Oh, is it because yes. they noodling? Okay. Gosh, because they bite you or something? Is that the no, deal? No, it's because you get your hand down there and you kind of wiggle your fingers around so they think you that... You grab something. And you grab them. And, That's the noodles? Yeah. Okay. And then they're just like humongous in your arm. Yeah, I think that's what's okay, happening. Okay, so Yahweh is catfishing? He's noodling. He's noodling. No, he's noodling. He's noodling Egypt. for catfish. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's the same technique if you want to catch a crocodile. Oh, that's not, except, that sounds except way it bites your scarier. <laughs> except the crocodile catches your you. whole arm off. Yeah. Um, In Egypt, can I ask a, a potentially not very intelligent question? Were the pyramids around at this time? That's a good question. Oh, that's a great question. Thank actually. you. Okay, good. I thought Dedeker was going to be like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so the way we cover... Oh, yeah, whoa, they were super around. Okay, wow. Yeah, so, wow. so I think we talked about this probably in an ancient bonus episode when we were back in Exodus talking about the Israelites when they were slaves, that often the way the story is spun and the way it's portrayed in films and stuff like mm-hmm. that, it's usually portrayed that the Israelite slaves are building the pyramids. That's oh. kind of the artistic way. But there, I mean, I think as we talked about a long time ago, there's even debate about whether there's any archaeological or anthropological evidence that the Israelites were enslaved in Egypt. So that's a big question. Wow. Right, yeah. But potentially they did not actually have slaves and there's all sorts of things. It's fine. It was the aliens, obviously. But for perspective here, though, right now during Ezekiel, we're somewhere in the neighborhood of 600 BCE. Okay. And the... First of the pyramids, or as early as like 
three to four thousand BC. Wow! Uh, oh yeah, they were so so old news at this point. So they've been so there. That's so nuts. And they built more through the years, but I think that some of the last ones built would have been still like built by this time. So wow. yeah, cool. Yeah, that's so cool. I also just saw here that that some ruler came along and tried to destroy the pyramids at Giza and damaged one of them a little bit and then gave up because it was just too much to do. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. They should not do that. Like, oh, I guess I'll make it fit in my decor. (laughs) Yeah, it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, no wonder they're punching above their weight class. That's just so freaking cool. The Israelites Mm -hmm. could never. I will cast you forth into the wilderness. You and all the fish of your rivers, you shall fall on the open field. You shall not be brought together nor gathered. I have given you for food to the animals of the earth and to the birds of the sky. So they're just like fish flopping around. And And an alligator maybe. Yeah, that too. (laughs) All the inhabitants of Egypt shall know that I am Yahweh because they have been a staff of reed to the house of Israel. Like... New metaphor. New metaphor. This is good. When they took hold... Oh, yeah. What what does it mean? No, just a staff of reed. Like a... I guess flimsy sort of thing. Reeds in the yeah. in the yeah. you know you don't make a staff out of reeds, do you? Or is it like a caning where or really, you like smacking someone with a yeah yeah it's really stingy okay. and painful. Let's, let's read on and see. When they took hold of you by your hand, you did break and did tear all their shoulders. And when they leaned on you, you broke all of their shoulders <laughs> and mad all their loins to be at a stand. What? We mad their loins? And mad, mad all their loins their to be loins. at a stand. <laughs> I don't know what that means. This chapter is, needs some copy editing on this That was one. seven, Jace? What, what is that? Oh, that's interesting. So I'm looking at the King James Version. Uh-huh. And this verse seven here says, When they took hold of thee by thy hand, thou didst break and rend all their shoulder. And when they leaned upon thee, thou breakest and madest all their loins to be at a stand. Madest their loins to be at a stand? I'm sorry. So what is that? They all got very aroused. Oh. Uh, Sort of a, we're sitting, but we're giving you a standing ovation kind of situation here. (laughs) Uh, So they were aroused by you hurting them? No, I don't think that's actually what it means. But I do like this headcanon here. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. NIV says, when they leaned on you, you broke and their backs were wrenched. Okay. But it's just interesting that the loins. Ma- so in the and in, in the King James, it's madest, like M-A-D-E-S-T. And then somehow in making the World English Bible, they were like, oh yeah, anything with est at the end, we just removed that. And so it turned out to be mad instead of made. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. So copy editing, like Dedeker said, that's exactly yeah, what it needed. Yeah. Therefore, thus says the Lord Yahweh, behold, I will bring a sword on you and I will cut off from you man and animal. The land of Egypt shall be a desolation and a waste and they shall know that I am Yahweh because he has said this river is mine and I have made it. Therefore, behold, I am against you and against your rivers and I will make the land of Egypt an utter waste and desolation from the tower of the seven... Wait, whoa, whoa. Sevena... Savanna, <laughs> even to the border of Ethiopia. What is that? It looked like seventh, but then it was missing a well, bunch I of letters. I guess we're going to Google that one for the bonus. The Tower of Savanna. 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 Even to the border of Ethiopia. <laughs> 
No foot of man shall pass through it, nor foot of animals shall pass through it, neither shall it be inhabited 40 years. I will make the land of so Egypt. How did this? Uh, I don't know. How did this work out here, Yahweh? Because uh, well, yeah, exactly. Egypt's I'm all, still still going strong, still, as far as I know. Yeah, still a thing. Yeah, he says a lot of stuff, and then like, does any of it happen? Hmm? I mean, hmm? I mean, some does. Some He's does. Pretty much, but pretty much any prophecy can be twisted around. To, yeah, we we've covered this a bit before. Yeah, I think. yeah. to fit what actually happened, and and there's also a, a, again a suggestion with a lot of these that maybe these were written after the fact. Um, you know, after something actually happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, chapter seventeen, or sorry, verse seventeen that you're about to read uh, has a. I'm I'm about to read twelve. Oh, awkward. Never mind right. then. But I'll, get I'll, I'll say that again in a moment. <laughs> 12, I will make the land of Egypt a desolation in the midst of the countries that are desolate and her cities among the cities that are laid waste shall be a desolation 40 years. And I will scatter the Egyptians among the nations and will disperse them through the countries. Well, that kind of happened maybe? I don't know. Hmm. For thus says the Lord Yahweh, at the end of 40 years, will I gather the Egyptians from the peoples where they were scattered and I will bring back the captivity of Egypt and will cause them to return into the land of Pathros, into the land of their birth. And they shall be there a base kingdom. It shall be the base of the kingdoms. Neither shall it any more lift itself up above the nations, and I will diminish them, that they shall no more rule over the nations. It shall be no more the confidence of the house of Israel, bringing iniquity to memory when they turn to look after them and they shall know that I am Lord Yahweh. Okay, now 17's happening. And that's why no one's really heard of Egypt today. Yeah. Yeah. What? They're kind of this Forgotten to the sands of time. No one really knows about them. Yeah. Kind of a wow. nothing burger country, really. Yeah, mm, no, that's yeah, so true. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is great because Eugene actually does kind of make it it's, it's weird that Eugene has made the decision to kind of make this prophecy even less accurate, I guess, and says she'll take her place at the bottom of the ladder and <laughs> there she'll stay, never to climb that ladder again, never to be a world power again. But you can always, I mean, I guess from the evangelical Christian viewpoint, you could always look at this and say, well, that has yet to happen. That will happen. It's still a prophecy. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, sure. That's where I thought most people went with this stuff. Sure. It's like, well, it's going to happen. That's a prophecy for the later times. Yeah, either it happened or if it didn't actually happen, you're like, oh, but it could still happen in the future. Yeah. So it's unfalsifiable. And sometimes it did happen. And then let's keep that around to say maybe it could happen also again in the future too. That one oh. gets used a lot by people who, who try to make prophecies based on the Bible. It's like, no, this was clearly prophesying a thing that did happen. But also... Later. It means what's going to happen if so-and-so gets elected or if whatever mm-hmm. happened, you know, mm-hmm. that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Uh, now we're doing a new thing entirely. Okay. This has a title. This is 17. Oh, what's the title? Nebuchadnezzar's Reward. Oh. It came to pass in the 7th and 20th year, in the first month, in the first day of the month, January 1st. Emily, every single time. Never, ever. Every single time you try to convert it to the Gregorian calendar, it's never, stop trying to make the Gregorian calendar happen. It's never going to happen. 
Listen, happy new year, okay? But it is, this is nice though, because this is a new year's episode. Yeah. Okay, right, And this sure. is their new year's, Thank even you. though at a totally different time of year. Thank you. And that's great. Yeah. I... Uh, the word of Yahweh came to me saying, Son of man, Nebuchadrezzar, king of Babylon, caused his army to serve a great service against Tyre. Every head was made bald and every shoulder was worn. Yet had he no wages nor his army from Tyre for the service that he had served against it. I don't, whatever. Um, <laughs> okay. Do, do you... I, I can give you a little bit of context from the message yeah, here. Yeah, please. Yes, please. So he says, Son of man, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, has worn out his army against Tyre. They've worked their fingers to the bone and have nothing to show for it. Okay, that that's better. Therefore, thus says the Lord Yahweh, behold, I will give the land of Egypt to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, Whoa. and he shall carry off her multitude and take her spoil and take her prey and it shall be the wages for his army. Ooh. Sounds awesome. I have given him the land of Egypt as his recompense for which he served, because they worked for me, says the Lord Yahweh. And that day I will cause a horn to bud forth to the house of Israel, and I will give you the opening of the mouth in the midst of them, and they shall know that I am Yahweh. Do horns bud? I guess they do if they're attached to an animal's head. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. But at some point. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That was it. Phew. Yeah. Beautiful. Cool. Beautiful. Okay. All right. We're going to go on to read one more chapter of Ezekiel and then a psalm. But first, we're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show in the new year. What if, what if your New Year's resolution was to support content creators that you love? Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, this is something that I like to do personally. I, mm. I contribute to several different Patreons of, of yeah. people who make content that I like. And, and, I, and we hope that we're one of those for you. So if you're able to support us in a financial way, going to patreon.com slash study is the way to do that. We would really appreciate that so much. And as a thank you for that, we have things like early releases of our episodes, personal toasts on the show, uh, Emily posts her drink recipes along with pictures in our Patreon group. And of course, our, you know, undying love and affection, you know, all those sorts of things. <clears throat> it would really mean a lot to us. And then also, even if you're not able to do that, or if you are already a patron, spread the word. Tell your friends. Bring them to the live shows, which are now on Twitch. So please check us out there at twitch.tv slash study. And we would love to see you, uh, you know, join our community, hang out with us at the live shows. It's going to be super fun. And also join our Facebook group, Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship. That's open to anyone who wants to join. Come hang out, share memes, comment about the episodes, suggest recipe items for the Archipelago Sandwich Pub, all sorts of things. We would love to see you there. And we are back and we are continuing on with Ezekiel chapter 30. <sighs> okay, here we go. The word of Yahweh came again to me saying, Son of man, prophesy and say, Thus says the Lord Yahweh, Wail, alas for the day, for the day is near. Even the day of Yahweh is near. It shall be a day of clouds, a time of the nations. Oh. A sword. <laughs> time of the nations. <laughs> Is that good or bad? Oh, 
You know what? I just real quick, I noticed the title in the message. The title of this chapter is Egypt on Fire. Whoa. Whoa. So we're still on Egypt. Okay. This Egypt on fire. You know. Sword shall come on Egypt, and anguish shall be in Ethiopia, when the slain shall fall in Egypt, and they shall take away her multitude, and her foundation shall be broken down. Mm. Ethiopia, and Put, and Lud, and all the mixed people, and Cub, Cub, C-U-B, Cub. Oh, and the Cubs. That's a new one. And the Cubs. What? And the children of the land that is in league, minor league, major league. (laughs) (laughs) shall fall with them by the sword. Thus says Yahweh, they also who uphold Egypt shall fall and the pride of her power shall come down from the tower of Sevena shall they fall in it by the sword, Mm. says the Lord Yahweh. We love this tower. We do love it. They shall be desolate in the midst of the countries that are desolate and her cities shall be in the midst of the cities that are wasted. They shall know that I am Yahweh when I have set a fire in Egypt and all her helpers are destroyed. Boy. In that day shall messengers go forth from before me in ships to make the careless Ethiopians afraid and there shall be anguish on them as in the day of Egypt. For behold, it comes. What comes? Wait, are they... um Hold on, I'm confused. Are they they're pals of Egypt? They're part of Egypt? I guess so. Are He's they... threatening like Egypt and all of Egypt's pals. Okay. Okay. Those are pals. Okay. Thus says the Lord Yahweh, I will also make the multitude of Egypt to cease by the hand of Nebuchadrezzar, king of Babylon. He and his people with him, the terrible of the nations, shall be brought in to destroy the land, and they shall draw their swords against Egypt and fill the land with the slain. I will make the rivers dry and will sell the land into the hand of evil men, and I will make the land desolate and all that is therein by the hand of strangers. I, Yahweh, have spoken it. I think this is the first time <laughs> Yahweh has threatened like an evil real estate transaction. Mm, yeah, yeah. But it's, potentially it's, not the last. Yeah. It's funny because in the message, Yahweh says, I'll hire outsiders to come in and waste the country. Really? Strip it clean. Gonna waste you. He's gonna hire them, though. I like that. Mm-hmm. That he's he's paying a fair wage for them. Yeah, for sure. They should be compensated for their labor. Absolutely. <laughs> Thus says the Lord Yahweh: I will also destroy the idols, and I will cause the images to cease from Memphis, and there shall be no more a prince from the land of Egypt, and I will put a fear in the land of Egypt. I will make Pathros desolate, and I mm. will set a fire in Zoan, and I will execute judgments on. No. <laughs> N-O. Okay. Okay. Who? Capital N-O. I thought that was like number, like number one. <laughs> no. That's so weird. A lot, a lot of place no. names that are new to me in this chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what was it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. I will pour my wrath on sin, the stronghold of Egypt, and I will cut off the multitude of no. I now, this is interesting because a- the message has different place names. Oh, shoot. What is it? Okay, please. Of course they do. So, so Pathros and Zoan were the same. But no, it says Thebes. Oh, huh. And then says, pour my wrath on Pelusium. What? I don't know what Pelusium is. I've heard Na- of... Nancy Pelusium. I've, <laughs> I've heard of Thebes, though. And Thebes, yeah. Hmm. I will set a fire in Egypt. Sin shall be in great anguish. And no, 
slash Thebes shall be broken up and Memphis, also known as Memphis, walking in Memphis. shall have adversaries in the, in the daytime. Adversaries in, in the, the daytime? Oh. Goodness. How dare. <laughs> That's kind though. It's better than the nighttime. You at least can get some rest. Yeah. Some shut-eye. Mm-hmm. The young men of Avon and of Pibiseth shall fall by the sword and these huh. cities shall go into captivity. What is it in the mess? So the the mess calls it on. That first one is on. On. And the second one is Pibaseth. Okay. At Tehafnehis, also, Same. the day shall withdraw itself mm. when I shall break there the yokes of Egypt and the pride of her power shall cease in her. As for her, a cloud shall cover her, and her daughter shall go into captivity. Thus will I execute judgments on Egypt, and they shall know that I am Yahweh. Wow. Okay, okay. that was the end of a whole a invented thing. Yes. Yeah. Do Cheers. we have a new subtitle for this? No, this is still about Egypt, okay. I think. It happened in the 11th year, in the first month, in the seventh day of the month, that the word of Yahweh came to me, saying, Son of man, I have broken the arm of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Mean. And behold... It has not been bound up to apply healing medicines, to put a bandage to bind it, that it be strong to hold the sword. I'm sorry, what kind of medicine is are you going to put on a broken arm? I mean, I think in this day and age, poultices were like your best bet. You know, they it put was a all, leech on the broken arm. Yeah, They're like, like there a you leech, go. Some herbs, maybe some onions, and just kind of wrap it up. Just throw everything Ew. we got in it. Because some fig Newtons. No, seriously though, onions were usually used as a poultice for. Um, Mm. You know, onions were used as part of a poultice for like respiratory issues. You'd put okay. it on people's mm. chest. We've, we've okay. been there with figs before yeah. Yeah. in the past. Okay. Just Wild. anything we got because we don't have antibiotics. But so, okay. But so essentially he's saying, I broke Pharaoh's arm and not even going to give him any onions mm-hmm. to heal it. He's yeah. just yeah. can't even hold a sword. It's nope. so broken. It's so broken. Yeah. Therefore... Thus says the Lord Yahweh, Behold, I am against Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And, we know. And will break his arms, oh. the strong arm, and that which was broken. And Again? I will cause the oh. sword to fall out of his hand. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, the strong arm and the arm that was broken. Yes. So Does this... Okay. He's going to break his arm again. Again. The yes. other one now. Yep. Okay, great. I will scatter the Egyptians among the nations and will disperse them through the countries. I will strengthen the arms of the king of Babylon and put my sword in his hand. But I will break the arms of Pharaoh and he shall groan before him with the groanings of a deadly wounded man. It's a very arm-heavy chapter. Oh, it keeps going. I will hold up the arms of the king of Babylon and the arms of Pharaoh shall fall down and they shall know that I am Yahweh when I shall put my sword into the hand of the king of Babylon, and he shall stretch it out on the land of Egypt. I will scatter the Egyptians among the nations and disperse them through the countries, and they shall know that I am Yahweh. Mm. The end. Sweet. Wow. Wow. Okay. This is an exciting day, because we are starting section three of Psalms. Hmm. With some songs. Okay, hold on. Sorry, I just. Yeah. I just Do you need, need a, a moment? This is some okay, whiplash yeah. to go straight from all the arm metaphors straight okay, into psalms. You're right. <laughs> just needed a breath. Okay. Yeah, Yahweh's really angry at Egypt. My goodness. Do we need to talk about arms for a moment? How are your arms feeling? 
Feeling good? My arms feel pretty good. I've never broken my arm before in my life. I've never broken any bones. Wow. Me neither. What? No. Yeah. Neither of you have broken any? No. Gosh, you really haven't (laughs) been having fun. (laughs) (laughs) I was never a very adventurous child. Mm, Yeah. I don't know. I did figure skating and horseback riding. And somehow I I like didn't ever break anything. Rock climb. You should have like concussions and several broken bones. I definitely fell a lot, but no breaking. Wow. Wow. Have you broken things, Jess? Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. No, I mean, I've only had one like major break and that was riding uh, a wheeled riding horse down the stairs and uh, crashed at the bottom and broke my arm when I was, I don't know, five Something like that. It's horrifying. I forget how old I was. Cheers. Yeah, it was rough. Uh, and then um, I broke my toe in gym class in elementary school. Ouch. Whoa. Yeah, I slid into a wall, ah. broke my toe. Uh, and then I broke my hand in a Kempo class in Russia, and that was rough. Jeez. And then I was, You're dominant or non-dominant? I broke my my right hand, the, the like little bone that connects... Your like to your pinky tarsal or something. Yeah, it's like in your palm part, but the one that connects to my pinky because I blocked a kick with it, which was a bad idea. I learned. Do that. So, so don't do that. I don't recommend it. Um, But yeah, that was fun. And then I went back to class the next week. And then when I told my host mom about it, she was really mad at me for going back to the class after breaking my hand. My goodness! Wow. Okay. Okay. I feel like I've processed the arm okay, trauma good. and I'm ready to move on to the songs. <laughs> Hearing Jace talk about all the things that he's broken. Listen, you've broken enough things for all of us, okay? Yeah, that's right. fine. Okay. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, so as I was trying to say, today is an exciting day because we're starting part three of Psalms. And we're going to be starting that off by reading some Psalms for the next several episodes. We're going to be reading Psalms by Asaph. And we'll talk about this. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. We'll talk about this a little bit more in the bonus. But Asaph is, uh, the short version is potentially a person, potentially a family of people, kind of like we talk about Benjamin for like all the Benjamites or something like that. Or could be sort of a guild of people or could be generally like a class of people. So we'll we'll get into that a little bit more in the bonus. So it could be literally anything. Like a cleric or what? Like what are we talking here? <laughs> it's well, I think it's just important to note that this is happening. It's just it's different. It's just different. Okay. It's different. Are they an orc? Asaph. And so we have some new music and it's gonna be great. So here we go. And now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and reads some psalms. Psalm 73, a psalm by Asaph. Surely God... Sorry, it has a little... Don't call me Shirley. (laughs) Yeah, surely God. Uh, It has a little superscript over it to say that um, this is the Elohim version of God as opposed to like the Yahweh or Adonai version. But I thought it was a little trademark symbol at first. So I thought it was like, surely God, TM, is good to Israel. (laughs) To those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had nearly slipped. Hadn't hit 10,000 today. For I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. 
For there are no struggles in their death, but their strength is firm. They are free from burdens of men, neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore, pride is like a chain around their neck. Violence covers them like a garment. Their eyes bulge with fat. Their minds... Ew. What? Hold on, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fatty eyes. How, where do you gain fat on your eyes? Is that the new problem area we all have to worry about? Your eye oh, fat? Boy. Yeah. In your lids, your oh. under eye. Yeah, people know. are going to start marketing eye lipo, ipo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, their eyes bulge with fat. Their minds pass the limits of conceit. They scoff and speak with malice. In arrogance, they threaten oppression. They have set their mouth in the heavens. Their tongue walks through the earth. <laughs> well, 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 well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Therefore, their people return to them, and they drink up waters of abundance. They say, how does God know? Is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are wicked. Being always at ease, they increase in riches. Surely I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocence. For all day long, I have been plagued and punished every morning. If I had said, I will speak thus, behold, I would have betrayed the generation of your children. When I tried to understand this, it was too painful for me. Oh, Until, yeah, me too. Me yeah. too, Asaph. <laughs> That's what I'm going through right now in this I, very moment. I don't moment. know what's happening, Asaph, so... It is too painful. Good luck. <laughs> Until I entered God's sanctuary and considered their latter end. Uh, oh, yeah. The, uh, the, latter, the latter end. end yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Surely you set them in slippery places. <laughs> you throw them down to destruction. How they are suddenly destroyed. They are completely swept away with terrors. As a dream, when one wakes up, so, Lord, TM, when you awake, you will despise their fantasies. For my soul was grieved. I was embittered in my heart. I was so senseless and ignorant. I was a brute beast before you. Nevertheless, I am continually with you. I'm imagining he's like a werewolf kind of talking about his... <laughs> Maybe there's some kind of like, primal fetish going on. Yeah, like, yeah okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. You have held my right hand. You will guide me with your counsel and afterward receive me to glory. Whom do I have in heaven? There is no one on earth whom I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart fails, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For behold, those who are far from you shall perish. You have destroyed all those who are unfaithful to you. But it is good for me to come close to God. I have made the Lord Yahweh my refuge, that I may tell all your works. The end. I may have Ted all your words. Wow, this is groovy AF. That I may tell all your words. <laughs> all your words. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I appreciate that Asaph was still like a little bit sexy mm, in the way yeah. that David usually is. If you remember last time we read a psalm by Solomon and ironically, ironically he wasn't that yeah. sexy, but mm-hmm. Asaph sprinkles yeah, it in the, a little with bit. With the slippery you know? ladder ends yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Slippery Good. ladder ends, yeah. <laughs> Loves it. Fun. So we're going to read, we're going to be reading Asaph's psalm for a little while now, yes? Yeah, for a few more episodes, yeah. We got a little chunk of Asaph's psalms here. So join us in the lounge at the end of each episode for some... Fantastic. Yeah, that uh, I wish that I were draped across a piano, like reading mm, that psalm yeah, to everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the martini in my hand. That was amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll have some special yes. nights at the Archipelago Sandwich Pub. Yeah. Where you'll show up as like our lounge singer in your fancy dress and you'll That'll read us some, some psalms by Asaph. Yeah. Oh, loves it. Sounds amazing. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of fantastic things, we have a toast. Yeah, we do. Yes, we do. To give to Jace's sweet baby sister, Hannah, for becoming our newest patron. Cheers. Hannah, thank you so much for supporting us, for showing some really good sibling support. Sibling support? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's good to support your brothers and sisters. In Christ and in blood what? and in wow, life. Gosh, that's okay. wait. That sounds yeah. like they did like a blood ritual or something. <laughs> I don't know what goes on on that side of okay. the family. All I'm right. just All saying. Right. <laughs> oh, and, and Hannah's here. Slowly, Hannah's yeah, here. Hannah's yes, here. Hey, Hannah. Hey, Hannah. Welcome. <laughs> Yay! Definitely blood ritual. Yes. Yes. It's very succession esque. Yeah. It is kind of funny that. Both Jason and Emily, you have slowly roped in your family members. Oh yeah, no, mom into was like this totally not a cult that we have. Totally going not. A cult. I was worried my mom would be like, "What are you doing?" But she was all about it immediately, which was awesome. You know, it's, so yeah, I've I've been trying to get any of my parents or various people in my family, and Hannah, any of your pa- any kind of parents, anybody, any, any kind, kind of parent. I've got several of them, but Hannah, you are the first family member to show up for me. And for that, you will always Aww. be the number one drunk Bible study family member yes. in my family. <laughs> yep. Yeah. My mom is the number one family member, period. So there you go. <laughs> she gets to be the number one drunk Bible study, period. Emily, your mom is definitely like the first mom yeah. of drunk Bible mm, study. Yeah. yeah. Like so the first lady. Yeah. both of you need to get on it. I mean, Jace, good job at Dedeker. Come on. You got to pick up the pace here. Come on. Got to get just one family member. That's yeah, all we need. just anyone. On. Although, Dedeker <laughs> did get a friend, so that's better than Jess that's and I true. did. I got a friend. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think my mom did support, does still support the show financially. Oh. It was before we were doing shout out, so. Oh, well, Tamara, thanks. And she does listen to the, the podcasts, but she doesn't show up yes. live. So, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Shout out all right, fine. to that. All right. Fine. I'm contributing. Okay. Don't even. You're right. All right. All right. All right. Everyone's contributing. <laughs> I'm contributing. Well done. All right. Well, <laughs> yay. We did it. We did the very first episode of the year. Well done. Thank you all for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. 
Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad.